conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals from all over the world, welcome back to the Conscious couples podcast we are here for episode number 31 i'm not a mind reader as much as uh, i'd like to be (laughs) Um, first as always huge shout out and thank you to next level podcast solutions for producing this podcast audio video all of the above thank you thank you thank you as always love i know i screwed this up last time um because i think i just went right into a story or something but ladies first what is your intention for this episode my love my intention for this episode is for our listeners to feel seen in the fact that like they're not mind readers um and second to that first intention would be to feel as though that they can effectively and explicitly express their needs guilt-free and then at the end, I'm going to actually teach everyone how to mind read. Yeah, I'm we're going to go joking. through a little, a nice little thing. So, what's your Te- intention? Telekinesis. Babe? I know you have. <laughs> I know you have a great story to set us off. So, whether you want to go into your intention or story first, you do your thing, babe. Thank you, love. Welcome. All right. So early in Emilia and I's relationship, I would often go to the store before seeing so her, sweet. and I would get her a red rose. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wanted to do something special. So I would do that. I think I did that a couple times. You and did. eventually you had mustered the courage <laughs> to tell me the truth about red roses. Mm-hmm. And that while you love flowers, you don't like to see plants die. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> And totally understandable, by the way. Mm-hmm. Never really thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to show you, you know, how much you mean to me. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so eventually Emilia expressed her explicit truth about how she would prefer a plant, something Mm -hmm. that she can keep alive rather than something she watches die. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the reason why we're talking about that story is because if she had suppressed that truth, had she not explicitly communicated that I might've kept getting her roses Mm -hmm. and it might've built Um, it might've been a negative bid or built resentment. And for those of you who don't know what bids are, bids are essentially, um, a positive association with something or a negative association with something. We talked about that in the last episode. Great episode. But I'm not a mind reader and there's no way that if Emilia hadn't explicitly communicated that, and honestly, in a weird way, I do think I might've connected those dots eventually. Yeah. But we can't count on that always because it's not fair for Emilia to expect me to be able to connect the dots of, okay, she loves plants. She hates that when things die, she loves nature. She doesn't ever want to see things die. Mm -hmm. Um, As a matter of fact, a lot of times we're actually out hiking and I'll want to pick her a flower and then I purposely don't now uh, because she would rather me not pick the flower Mm -hmm. and have it live. So now I understand my baby at a deeper level, but had she not been explicit about that, 
then, you know, she would have probably on some level expected me to mind read. And I don't think that that's fair. So that's what this episode is about. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> what are your thoughts? So you're so sweet. Um, and and to those people who are clicking into this episode, you're definitely like on one of two kind of playing fields where you either feel like you've said this to your partner that like, hey, I'm not a mind reader, you know, and it's kind of come down to a challenging moment likely where you might have felt as though your partner was expecting you to read their mind or you're on the camp where someone's actually said that to you. And I think that it's really sweet to hear that you have connected all those dots. Obviously in our relationship, you pick things up when you observe your partner and when you're in a relationship, but to your earlier point, it could have really put our relationship in a very negative space had we not had that type of communication that effective explicit me expressing my needs me expressing my wants me expressing my desires what I like instead of just kind of like masking that and specifically what you said there babe about connecting the dots like you're not like it's not fair I think that it's not fair for me to expect you to connect those dots and I think a lot of people will expect their partners to connect those dots of what they like, what they need, what they don't like. And to your point, when that doesn't happen, there's like, like so much resentment and contempt that builds. And I just don't see that being a healthy nor productive way for building a relationship, especially when it comes to you know what you like, you know what you don't like. In that example, I know that I don't like plants being cut and then me having to take care of them and having it kind of be a losing game because I know that they're already on their way out. And I think that many relationships end up kind of in that spot where they have their needs. They're expecting their partner to connect the dots and they don't, they don't feel comfortable to express those needs. So bringing this back around to that word, babe, the expectations. I kind of want to like pivot really quick on this episode. What do you think is the most detrimental point of people, especially from a male's perspective? Because I know women definitely, um, unfortunately expect this. I hear this and we hear this in our coaching more that women are typically on the fence of like expecting their male counterparts or partners to expect them. What do you think is the biggest or the most challenging thing that you've experienced in that, babe? Uh, when it comes to what exactly? When it comes to when you notice that you're kind of in the mind reading spot, when you, that expectation is being pa- placed on you. Um, I would say in the past, there are certain things that jump off the page, but I don't know if this is the right frame. So like mm-hmm. expecting that you'll pay. Yeah. That's one of the past ones that, mm-hmm. that, you know, expecting that you'll drive. Yeah. But I think that's more societal stuff than what we're talking about. But yeah. you'll always ask, I, I noticed this, you'll, you'll ask like, do you want me to drive or do you want to drive? Yeah. It's not an expectation, yeah. but I think that's kind of a separate topic of like, are you, do you have these expectations of these male versus female roles? And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah, true. Um, but I guess, let me, let me reframe this. So, so in your past, you had had some situations where 
you felt like you had to be a mind reader or, or you had a partner that felt that way. Can you go into that? Yeah. So, um, so I shared with you just before this episode. So like, I remember being in a relationship where we were actually out to dinner at one point and, um, this partner thought it would be like really sweet and cute to have him order my food for me. And the waitress comes up and we're looking at our menus and all of a sudden he goes, um, um, like what, what, what did you want? What did you want? He's like leaning over the table while the waitress is right there. And I'm like saying it, but it was almost like a weird, like I couldn't, I felt as though in that moment I couldn't say it to the waitress because like he wanted to kind of take that for whatever reason. And I think there was a little toxic masculinity, like we, we talked about. And it was almost as though like the question, like, what did you say you wanted? It's like he he just jumped to the last thing that we went and had last time we were at that restaurant. And so in a way, he he just jumped to those assumptions and read my mind, if you will, and not he didn't give me any sort of wiggle room in that moment for me to kind of say, actually, since we've last been here, I kind of contemplated I didn't really like that dish. And even though I might have said, you know, two minutes ago that I wanted this plate whatever it is I've changed my mind I've evolved I want to actually choose something else and it was in that moment where I think that he was mind reading to try to be sweet and cute or whatever the approach or tactic was it almost felt like very caging to me where he was actually jumping ahead and thinking as though he knows me not giving me any space to kind of grow and evolve Hi, my name is Jason Blackstock, and this is my wife, Lisa. We got connected with Alan and Amelia a few months ago through friends. We were trying to look for ways to strengthen our relationship. And right away, we just noticed with Alan and Amelia how like how they made us feel so calm and like everything that they did with us was gentle and it felt so um, like we could let our guard down right away. And that was something that allowed us to open up and and just get closer so quickly. So, yeah, I felt it was very easy to connect with them, and the, their intuition for our situation was very surprising to me, um, both past and present. They just knew us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they picked up on things that we didn't even think they would. They just even in our mannerisms and the way we would look at each other at certain points in the conversation, it was just really cool to feel like they understood us. And it gave, it really gave us all the tools that we needed to work on us um, when we weren't talking directly to them. So we had um, like homework to do and things to work on. And it just, it really elevated our relationship in big ways. And I'm, uh, I think we're both really excited to keep working with Alan and Amelia because it, um, you're never done working on your relationship. And I just feel like that is, if, if we're good, then the rest of our world is good with our children and our four kids. So yeah, we're very grateful that we met Alan and Amelia and are looking forward to the future. So the solution to all of these things that we wanted to bring to the table here is, are you being explicit in your communication? And then the other piece of this too is, are you constantly learning your partner? Yeah. So in that instance, for example, he was presupposing that that you wanted a certain thing mm-hmm. and didn't give you a chance to kind of 
choose what you want or to evolve to your point. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things that I had said to you early in our relationship was I'll never stop learning you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that if you combine never stopping learning your partner, always giving them room to change and room mm-hmm. to evolve and room to grow, meaning you don't just draw conclusions all the time of this is how she is. Right. Oh, my partner doesn't like spicy food or my partner does like spicy food. Mm-hmm. Or, my partner doesn't like that. Or my partner does. It's like, okay, they might not have used to, but you got to give them in that wiggle room. Mm. And then on the other piece, the other side of this is explicit communication about what you do and don't like. Mm-hmm. And those things, if you, if you bring them up along the way, instead of expecting your partner to connect those dots on their own, which they may or may not do. I am always trying to connect dots. Right. Um, I do want to learn you and I want to study you and I want to understand you. And I, and I do want to get to know you on a deep level. Um, and I do think there are instances where it's like, okay, well, you know, she has a core value of adventure and we have this opportunity to go on this hike with Tucker. It's like, okay, she's probably going to want to do that, but Mm -hmm. let me at least ask. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's, it's a disrespect thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, I know her or him. I know what they like and don't like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make the decision for them. It's like an or entitlement. Yeah. It's an entitlement. That's really what this episode ended up being a yeah. lot about is it's an entitlement. And to be completely transparent, Emilia and I had trouble coming up with stories and examples for this episode because quite frankly, I don't feel like I've ever really been very entitled with you. And I, no. I, I work really hard on that. And even with the, the roses... I, I stopped doing it the moment you told me. Yeah. And I haven't done it since. Yeah. And so hopefully if you're out there watching or listening to this, you can take something away from here. A couple things. Number one, have you communicated effectively when you do, like maybe you don't like roses. Maybe yeah. you prefer a plant. Have you actually communicated that or did you suppress your truth because it's like, well, it was sweet. Yeah. Just because part of I don't want to make them feel bad. Exactly. I don't want them to feel bad. Because they're trying and exactly. I'm afraid that they won't try if I express my needs actually over here. And you can't expect them to know you if you're never expressing your truth of who you really are. If yeah. you're not being yourself, how are they going to know you? Yeah. And I think that's another layer of this too is if if you aren't really being yourself mm-hmm. and if you aren't expressing your truth, how can you expect them to know you? Right. They're only like, so for example, when he ordered for you, yeah. if you didn't have the courage to say, listen, honestly, that's not, I don't really like that anymore. Or I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Then he's going to keep going on expecting that that's the version of you. And that's honestly what happened because that's- I didn't have the courage in the moment to kind of like say like, uh, this is actually what I want. And, and I didn't give him that opportunity to learn me in that new version of to me. relearn you yeah to relearn me and and i think that you know that was one of many downfalls and in, in my showing up to the relationship because i think i think that we have a duty and a responsibility in a relationship to and obviously i subscribe to that belief because i never want to stop learning and growing with you right because i know the contrary is growing apart and i'm not for that i won't like I take 100% ownership for how I show up in this relationship. I don't believe it's kind of like a 50, 50 thing. Right. So it's all of those beliefs. I think that we have a duty, we have a responsibility to help our partner see and learn because they're not in your head. And that's the thing, you know, this is this belief we want to shatter that people aren't mind readers where no, we're not going to go into telekinesis actually in this episode. That was kind of a joke at the beginning, but like, that's the thing, you know, people aren't mind readers. Humans are actually pretty simple. And if you can kind of see it as a journey as a couple to help your partner learn you, you'd be surprised what you learn about yourself. Whenever you find yourself saying, you know, I really, um, 
I know that, or I know this, or I know that person, mm-hmm. I would say, take a step back, have a little more humility and, and have a little less assumptions and then move forward. Yeah. And, and you can ask more questions. It's a more open, yeah. organic dy- dynamic. It's that collaborative. Way. Yeah. It's it. collaborative. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we got to jump cause we got to, we got to go get some sushi. We, we some ordered sushi. some sushi. Uh, all right. So before we go, we want to let you know about an uh, relationship talks event so as you know we do these every single month mm-hmm. this next one is on building lasting trust in your relationship if you've ever been in a relationship where you didn't feel like you could trust your partner mm-hmm. um, that's what we're going to talk about it's thursday october 13th at 7 p.m eastern standard time these are private they're not recorded it's a way for you to get around other conscious couples and other conscious individuals who mm-hmm. are all trying to contemplate these things so that they can have a more magnificent relationship love is the the greatest gift in the world world mm-hmm. and it needs to be cherished and it needs to be honored and it needs to be learned about and it's very very easy to fall in love it's very difficult to grow and sustain that love long term and that's what we're about and it takes being conscious and constantly learning so that's what we're going to do we're going to talk about how to build trust in your relationship mm. and uh we hope to see you there yeah and lastly if you're a listener and you really want to kind of like get into some of these things maybe you're listening to this topic and there's been like some pings that you've had oh there's our timer there's some pings that you've had like for example your intuition has been nudging you and said like yeah that's me like oh crap yep i had that before like maybe you're a little worried in the the direction or the trajectory that your relationship is headed because maybe there's a lot of this mind reading going on if you want to have a safe non-judgment place for you to be able to express about your relationship maybe some of the struggles that you're going through alan and i make sure that we allocate 30 minutes on our calendar every single Saturday. We call it Service Saturday. And it's one of our favorite parts about doing this podcast because we're able to, you know, meet people from all over the world. And we've had listeners who have booked on our calendars just for those free relationship talks. It's completely private. It's over Zoom, virtual. It's awesome. And, you know, being able to meet the people in some of the challenges has been so extraordinary. And, um, you know, it's it's very safe place to talk about relationships and anything that you might struggle with. So the link to our calendar will be in the show notes here. We can't wait to meet you. And if this is something that you want to learn, maybe you're on the other end and you catch yourself mind reading. Maybe if you want to learn some tactics on how to actually prevent and recondition or re readjust so that you don't feel that sense of entitlement. Um, we're, we're definitely there for you too. So book on our calendars. We would love to meet our listeners. And the registration link for the event is in the show notes as well. As always, it's not about you or me. It's about the, the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we. We.